and welcome to episode six of the For the Love of the Game podcast. This is Paige coming to you from Frisco and Mackenzie Hand, still in Hawaii. Oh, still in Hawaii. I was laughing with um, my mom and dad, obviously, listened. they were like, why do you literally keep bragging? I was like, no, we literally say like where we're coming, like where we're at. And I'm like, oh my God, every time I'm like, still here, still here. No. Last time though, I'm heading home tomorrow tomorrow night so beautiful beautiful all right well what are we gonna talk about today oh my gosh episode six super excited um super fun weekend of college baseball this last weekend some some upsets in there uh that we're gonna talk about just like some fun stuff a lot of we'll get to the new rankings at the end of today's episode too and you'll see a lot of people maintained but then there's some new people in the rankings too um so yeah super excited we're just gonna get right into it today because we got a lot to talk about so we have a lot to cover we have so. a bit yeah Let's start with Texas. As always, they got the sweep in a three-game series, but they were some close games. So they played Alabama. Um, Friday night they won one to zero. Saturday was two to zero, and Sunday was six to one. So all of UT's um, games have been super low scoring for the other their opponent. The most runs they've ever given up was in a midweek game to A and M Corpus Christi, actually, and they gave up four runs. So all their other games have been. Either zero runs, one or two. Um, and I mean, I just, it just shows how strong their pitching is. We said in the beginning, like before the season started, their pitching is going to be really good. They have a lot of, they four, had four preseason All American pitchers. So we knew that was going to happen, but it's actually unreal. I saw a stat on Saturday that after that game, as like a team, their pitching staff's ERA was 0.5. So. Wow. I was like, wow, that is something. So they're really Texas. They're doing it. And they're, they're, I mean, there's not even, I don't even know what to say about them because they're just so good. And like, there's nothing else to continue. They're just, they're, they dominated again. And they'll play Sam Houston on Tuesday away. And that's Texas for your midweek. Nice. Love that. And I wanted, I, hate to get ahead of ourselves but when does texas start not that they haven't played like some pretty decent competition but when okay so it looks like they are going to get tennessee end of this week which we'll talk about on thursday but yes we'll in start houston to see them really mm-hmm. yeah. yeah they're gonna get that'll a couple be interesting. i mean i think i think texas is strong they're gonna handle it clearly but it'll be exciting to see them like play against like some tougher competition Yes. So next up, though, we have number two, Arkansas. Crazy weekend um, at the Round Rock tournament, mainly because, so Arkansas was in that tournament. They played Indiana, Stanford, and Louisiana. So Arkansas was fine with Indiana. They won five to two on Friday night, Um, but that's still a close game. And so they had Stanford. Mm -hmm. Also, um, so did they do, did they play Stanford on Saturday? So they played Stanford on Sunday. Oh, they played right? it on Sunday because there was like bad weather conditions on the field on Saturday, so they had to move it to Sunday. Okay, got you. And unfortunately, I didn't even get to watch this game yesterday. Did you get to see it, Paige? No, because it was only on Flow Baseball, and I don't have a oh Flow subscription. It's so, so frustrating. But anyways. Yeah. Um, Stanford, they play Stanford. Arkansas started Hagen Smith, who looked great in the first, but things quickly went downhill after. And Stanford was feeling hot because they came back and scored three runs and then ended the game five to zero. So I'm really sad I didn't get to see this one. I'm really just have to like read the play by play stuff, but great win for Stanford. Five zero over Arkansas. Great one for Stanford Absolutely. and Stanford's social media person was killing me because this is how I was following okay. the game. I'm like, I don't have any other means of following it. So I'm just keeping up yeah. with like the little gifts and everything on Twitter. And I see at the end, they like post a clip of, I don't know if it was like the last out or what play it was, but they caption it woo tree. And I died <laughs> because I was so sick of hearing the woo pig suey. Yeah. Like back in 2019 that I was 
this is hilarious. No, Why didn't I never it. think like woo beavers? <laughs> no, I seriously like Paige and I always talk about it. Stanford social media team is great. I think they're spot on. They're spot on. I was even following their game today. They're great. They're quick. They're efficient. And yeah, because flow sports is freaking expensive. I don't. Mm-hmm. It's so upsetting. Oh, but anyway, so that's besides the point. Next up, Paige, Ole Miss. Well, we should say Arkansas does have a midweek game versus Omaha this week on Wednesday. And they did finish um, their weekend with Louisiana. They won 6-4, to four, so they got another win under their belt. Yeah, they yeah. did. Um, I think Ole Miss will be a quick one for us to just go over real briefly. They had a three-game series at home this weekend against VCU which has actually changed to just two games due to weather. So they beat VCU 10-4 to on Friday to move to a 5-0 record. The Saturday game was canceled. And then on Sunday, they 10-run ruled VCU on a walk-off two-run home run, which gave them a 14-3 to win. They are now 6-0 and on the season and looking to play the University of Louisiana Monroe on Tuesday and Wednesday this week. Love. So many games. I feel like this week was like also kind of a cluster with all the bad weather. And it just mm-hmm. is like games getting postponed, canceled, all that fun stuff. And like, not to be this person, <laughs> but the Ivy League kind of started their games this week. Like this was their opening weekend. And yeah. so some of these games were against teams that I was like, y'all just aren't normally competitive. And so we were seeing yeah. some series that I was like, these just aren't. They really weren't. I know. Which, we'll get to that, though, because some some games were, like, not bad. I was like, that's great. But, yeah, mm-hmm. there wasn't a whole lot of competitiveness this weekend. Truly. Um, then Oklahoma State, they faced Wright State this weekend, and they originally had canceled their Friday game before the weekend, and we're like, we'll play one on Saturday, two on Sunday. Well, then they had to cancel on Saturday also because it was – like, I'm telling you, it's terrible weather up in here over the last weekend. But Sunday was beautiful. Um, <laughs> they played just two games on Sunday. And the first game, Mackenzie, I literally turned it off because I was embarrassed for Wright State. Oklahoma really? State won 26-3. to They scored 12 oh. runs in the seventh inning alone. <laughs> oh, my God. I, that's when I turned it off. I was like, mm. That's terrible. Terrible. But... During um, that inning, the seventh inning, Brett Brown smashed a home run on his first at-bat as a cowboy. And I loved their little home run celebration is to put, like, a cowboy hat on. And I was oh, like, that's cute. so cute. I, I was like, this that. is my favorite. Because some of the celebrations in college baseball this year have been terrible. I'm like, y'all are yeah. way over the top right now. <laughs> like, it is not a bat flip competition. We do not care. No. Like, Someone used their bat as a telescope for a bat flip. I was like, that is, who are you? Really? Really? Who are you? Yeah, not in the Oklahoma State game, in a different game. But yeah, I was like, it feels aggressive. No, thank you. I like the cowboy hat. I think I like that a lot. Yeah, so I thought that was a very good, like, little celebration. Not to get too extreme, but still to add a little something to the game, make it a little fun. Keep it fun. Yeah, so that was their first game. Um, The second game was high stress for me because y'all know I love <laughs> Oklahoma State. So um, it was not going the same way. Oklahoma State found themselves tied at one in the second. But Wright State was like, I think they just did not want to be embarrassed. They were embarrassed the first game before. Yeah. They were not about it again. So they kept adding on the runs. Fast forward to the seventh. Oklahoma State's down four to two. <sighs> Took some four to two to make it four to Are two. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. God, now we're going to say that every time. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Right State added two more runs in the eighth. So now we're at like six to two. But don't call it a comeback. Oklahoma State scored four runs in the bottom of the ninth to tie it up and send them into extras. Free baseball, ladies and gentlemen. And then in the tenth, Wright State didn't score. Um, they came up empty, but John Bay of Oklahoma State scored the winning run off a misplayed grounder hit by Caden Brumbaugh. Well, and Oklahoma State won the play on that on that incorrectly fielded grounder. So it's just how the ball rolls. It's just how it goes. You can you can literally score twenty six runs the day before and then be an extra the, the hour the before day. the literal hour. Oh yeah, before. literally they played them the same day. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, insane. Insanity. 
literal insanity. But I'm really excited. Oklahoma State plays Arizona State on Tuesday and Wednesday this week. That's going to be – I mean, if you're in Arizona, Nadia Owens, go watch these games. Like, I know she Maddie, listens. you better be there. Maddie, you have no reason. There's no excuse to not go. Like, Oklahoma State is so good. They were ranked fourth yeah. last weekend. I think they stayed in about the same place. We'll talk. check the new rankings later. But you're going to yeah. see one of the best teams in baseball. What else are you doing on a Tuesday or Wednesday? Like Exactly. That's yeah. very true. Well, next up we have Ar or not not Army Vanderbilt. They played Army, so we, as we talked about late last week, should be a pretty easy series for Vandy. And it was they won all three first game seven to two, ten to seven on Saturday, and six to zero on Sunday. Their pitching was great this weekend. Sophomore Patrick Riley got his first win of the season on Friday, allowing three hits and striking out nine batters. Carter Holton, who's a true freshman, got the start on Saturday and picked up his first career win. And then you've heard us talk about Nick Maldonado, the junior. He got his first win of the season as well in Sunday's 6-0 to zero game. So great, easy weekend for Vanderbilt. And they play Central Arkansas on Tuesday. So yeah. Definitely yeah. what they needed after getting beat at home last weekend by Oklahoma State. So. I know. Good for Which, me. it's like, it was such a tough series last weekend, and that's great. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, they needed some easy wins after that. Yeah, and they found them. <gasps> okay, on to one of our favorite teams, Stanford. <laughs> so, Stanford, like we already said, they beat Arkansas this weekend. Amazing. Uh, they also played Louisiana and Indiana in the same tournament. Um, they started by beating Louisiana first, 5-1, to one, Indiana 13-0, to zero, and then like we said, Arkansas on Sunday, they beat them 5-0. to zero. Um, We already addressed the Woo Tree thing, love that. Um, their pitcher, Quinn Matthews, had a career high of 10 Ks and only allowed two hits in six innings. So, clearly they won the tournament. They shined, which I'm just really happy for Stanford. They did... They did so well. I'm they very excited. And I mean, really Quinn good. Matthews, that's so good to do that against Arkansas. Ten yes. strikeouts, two hits. Beautiful. And like we were talking about at the beginning, um, they played UTSA today, actually, and they lost in extra innings. So, sad little midweek loss, but... But my family in San Antonio would be saying birds up. They would be saying Go runners. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on to Mississippi State, they were looking to win their first series of the year. And, ooh, looks like they might be – it was looking like they might be off to a rough start on Friday because mm -hmm. I was like they lost to Northern Kentucky. To six Northern to seven. Kentucky, yeah. And after last weekend, I was like things are not looking good. But they did bounce back on Saturday and on Sunday. Saturday they won ten to one, and Sunday they won seven to two. Again, though, it's Northern Kentucky, so we'll have some midweek games um, against Grambling and against Southern Mississippi this week. Also, though, that's not really any major competition, so no, it'll be interesting to see what they do next weekend and as they play a little bit, you know, more competitive yes. teams. Especially with that Friday game against Northern Kentucky being so close, it's kind of like, mm. yeah, it'll be interesting yeah. to see their week, their week games this week. Next up, we have LSU also had pretty easy competition. They played Townsend at home and beat them every single day. Six to zero on Friday, nine to two on Saturday. And Saturday they, they played Southern. Oh, they played Southern. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Southern. Yeah. Don't mean to skip over you, Southern. But they did beat Southern as well, 9-2. to two. And then Townsend on Sunday and won 11-1. So, and they're playing New Orleans on Wednesday. So, nice and easy for them. Nice and easy. <laughs> I always want to call LSU the Raging, the Raging Cajuns, but that's actually... Louisiana. What is it? You know, Louisiana. Like, that's actually what they call them. So, like, LSU, gotta, gotta keep them separate. They are different. They are different. <laughs> they are the Tigers. All right, tell they us are. about the next team because I know it's one oh. of your faves. I know. I feel like NC State is, like, kind of one of my faves. Like, Oklahoma State is, like, yours. So, yeah. NC State this weekend, they hosted Quinnipiac. 
um, in a three-game series. So, also, Paige, I can't even see you right now. I'm just, oh, I thought I could hear you laughing. I always I feel like it's... laughing because it's like you say Quinnipiac, <laughs> but like. I know. I knew you were going to laugh. Just, it is yeah. Quinnipiac. It is Quinnipiac. But I know. It's a weird name. It really is. Okay. Anyways. So, this weekend, they played them. Um, Tommy White, amazing, unreal. Um, had five home runs, and the previous weekend, he now has nine home runs. So that's that's more than a lot of teams, like, do for the most mm -hmm. part. So he's just killing it. Absolutely yeah, killing it. Um, so NC State was dominant offensively with 10 runs on Friday, 12 in the first game on Saturday, and 16 in their last one. So, like, they're just simple to say they're just hot with the bats right now. They're killing it. And they won all three of their games to sweep Quinnipiac, our favorite, our favorite name to say. And they played Campbell um, on Wednesday this week. So pretty easy competition. I don't know. I These are all fun games these first couple weeks. And, like, it's so exciting. College baseball is back. But I am looking forward to this weekend and the next when, like, we get to see them play some tougher competition. I agree. I Though I am so impressed by – Tommy Tanks, like, Tommy he Tanks. is going off. Who, I'm sorry, nine home runs already alone. Also, I don't know, me. are they just built different there? Because I was literally looking, I'm like, he looks like our age. Like, he looks like he could be 25. He's from Florida, so Florida. Um, maybe in Florida they're built, built a little different. different. They're built different, um, I guess. But, yeah, he's big. Also, big. I was listening to a different podcast, uh, The Compound, and it's all – it's run by, like, three Major League Baseball players, but they were like, we need to talk to him. Like, they were impressed. Yeah. They are like, we need to ask yeah. him. What is what is his hitting plan and strategy because we need to get in on that. It's exactly. unreal. It's really it's, good. Yeah. It's insane. Killing it. So, yeah, NC State had a fabulous weekend. I'm sure they're going to continue to. Love watching them. Yes. All right. And yeah. then Florida State also – Played one of the, another one of those teams, kind of like NC State, just not much competition. They played Samford at home, and they were looking strong on Friday and Saturday with a pair of wins, seven to one and seven to zero. But unfortunately, they dropped their Sunday game four to seven. Samford took a two to one lead in the fourth, and Florida State answered back with two runs in the bottom of the sixth to make it three to two. Samford responded with two more runs in the eighth to take a four to three lead, in which then FSU also added on a run. So after going scoreless in the ninth, it sent them into extras uh, tied 4-4. Four to four. Samford scored three runs in the top of the 10th, and Florida State just couldn't, couldn't do the same in the bottom. So that was the game, free baseball in Florida. <laughs> I feel like a lot of games went to extra innings this weekend. I mean, it's not that it's um, not common to go into extra innings, but I feel like a lot did mm -hmm. this previous yeah. weekend. Um, I agree. Yeah. And then Florida State will play Mercer on Tuesday. Again, not a – I hope they win. Yeah, exactly. Um, next up, Arizona, another one of our favorite Pac-12 teams. Uh, Thursday, Arizona started Anthony Susak against Milwaukee. Milwaukee actually came out and scored one run in the first, but Arizona answered back with eight runs in the bottom of the first, uh, ending the game 14-3. to So – Good for Milwaukee getting those points on the board. But, yeah, just Arizona was like, nope. And they came back and won that. And then they also beat Milwaukee 9-1 to um, on both Friday and Saturday as well. And then on Sunday, they pulled out an 8-6 to win to secure the sweep. So, they look pretty so easy good. weekends. Yeah. Besides that, that rough loss to Grand Canyon, Arizona oh looks gosh, so yeah. good. Like. Yeah. This, and then, of course, I said when I saw them here in Arlington, they just look good. I don't know what happened with Grand Canyon. I hope it was a fluke because – I think it was because I know also that was a pretty egregious win too. They won bad to Grand Canyon, didn't they? Or lost bad one. Yeah, it was bad. And it was like a rough – it was a rough one. It was a rough one. But, yeah, Arizona is looking good, and I'm excited – I'm just excited to see these games in person. I get back tomorrow, and this weekend's going to be a game changer. Baseball in person. Yeah. I'm just really excited. So, yeah. yeah. 
It's a vibe. I'm so excited. Yeah, baseball this weekend. I mean, in per- I'm so excited. We're both watching baseball in person this weekend. It's going to be I so know. fun. I'm so yeah. excited to, like, finally see it. The Beavs play, I think, UC Irvine this weekend, which we'll get into. But I'm so excited. And I'm excited for them to see um, to see Arizona in person, too, one of these weekends. So, yeah, great Pac-12 teams this year, like always. And Arizona plays at Dixie State um, on Tuesday this week. So, should be a pretty easy game. Yes. All right. Moving on oh. to Long Beach State. The dirt yeah. bags. The dirt bags. What happened this weekend, Paige? It was not good. Um, I was like, they're going to be so excited. They're finally going home. They just came off that, like, amazing weekend before. Yeah. They moved all the way up to 12th in the ranking. What? No. Um, they played Sac State. And we even said, like, Sac State's not bad last weekend. Yeah, exactly. They're not. They're but bad. they're not, they're not great. I mean, great. well, apparently they're better than we thought because Long oh, Beach yeah. State put them on Friday and Long Beach State lost 0-1. to one. On Saturday, Long Beach State lost 4-5. to five. And on Sunday, they lost 4-5 to five again. Poor Long Dude, Beach. Dude, they couldn't even get a single win in there. And like I not always say, one. like, California teams are always really competitive with each other regardless of if they're a mm-hmm. big or small school. So I was like, I thought that Sac State could – pull something out but like damn all three all three of them yeah and I'm honestly slightly nervous for Long Beach State because not only did they just get swept and we are, we'll talk about it later they dropped quite a bit in the rankings but then yeah this week they don't even have a break they're playing UCLA no. in a midweek game <laughs> so really rough um I know yikes and then the next weekend they play North Dakota State who I mean, not a huge baseball school, but also made a regional last year. So yeah. they have some competition coming up, and it will definitely determine what they are doing and where they are going. I know. I'm excited to see the UCLA game. But that's what happens. Yes, Long Beach State, they came out strong, but it's like, are you going to stay that way? Are you going to continue? We'll see. See what happens. UCLA, that'll be an interesting one to watch. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have our number 13, Notre Dame. This weekend, they were in Greenville, South Carolina, to play Marist and Monmouth. <laughs> they beat Marist 20-2 on Friday. Holy shit. And then they were supposed to play Marist on Sunday, too, but the weather did not allow. Shocker. Um, so they played Monmouth in a doubleheader on Saturday, won both games, final scores being 16-2 and 9-0. So easy weekend for Notre Dame. Yeah. And definitely what you should expect to see. Exactly. Okay, yeah. let's talk about the beads. What happened the this beads. weekend? Well, I think mm-hmm. on Thursday we kind of talked about that game on last week's episode, actually, because we recorded mm-hmm. on Thursday. The Beavs started Hunt, or Jaron Hunter. I always want to say Hunter Jaron. It's Jaron Hunter. <laughs> a sophomore pitcher. And Jacob Melton is who really went off that game. He went three for four with two home runs to help lead Oregon State to a 13-3 to lead on Thursday. Love that. Love, Love that. You. that. Love that. You want to tell us about Friday? Yes. And so then Friday also beat... Xavier 9-0 to zero after scoring one run, one run in the first, one in the second, another in the sixth, then two in the seventh, and four in the eighth. So, like, the bats were just hot continually. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just one inning, which I like to see. I'd prefer mm-hmm. to see games, you know, where they, like, score throughout the game instead of just, like, 12, 12 runs in one inning. It's like, holy shit. So, um, yeah, got that win on Saturday. Cooper Jerpy looked super good, putting in six innings of work and allowing just three hits, one walk, and having nine strikeouts. So, and that was Friday. I said Saturday, but that was Friday's game. They confused me with all of these series starting on Thursday. I just, like, Mm -hmm. I got to get through my head Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. And they did the same thing on Saturday, but um, it was a closer game. Um, do you want to talk about that one, Paige? Yeah, so they started Jake Fennings on Saturday, and he actually only made it through two innings, so it looks like he oh, might yeah. have an injury, so we will have to stay tuned on that and stay updated on that because yeah. that would be a humongous loss for Oregon State. Yeah. So um, depending on what that injury is, I think can definitely really change where Oregon State is and what they do, but OSU did put runs on the board in the first, third, and fifth inning to get them that 4-0 to zero lead. But Xavier saw DJ Carpenter when he came in um, in relief in the top of the eighth. 
and they got three runs out of him. He only pitched a third of an inning. So Oregon State then, of course, had to add a little bit to get them the win, and they did. They were able to get a run, and they won the game 5-4. to four. Yes. Thank goodness. So. I was like, ugh. Um, and they were supposed thing. to play Seattle tomorrow, right? But it yes. is canceled. Did it? I, I didn't hear that. Did it get canceled? I'm pretty sure um, my mom, shout out mom, told me it got canceled. <laughs> well, honestly, I'm kind of okay with that just because it was a game. Like, I was so sad. I was like, I'm not going to make it. But mm -hmm. so either way, I'm not mad about it. And I'm just so excited to see the Beavs play in person because back to Flow Sports, we shouldn't be giving them so many shout outs. But all of their games are usually no on free Flow ads. Sports. No free ads. I know. Here. No free ads. And so I'm like, I never get to see the Beavs play. I'm just like reading the box scores and everything. But so I'm very excited. So yeah, go Beavs. They pulled out the sleeps this weekend. And I know we don't like to or like foreshadow what's to come, but who do they play this weekend? Who's your right? Oh yeah, I already said that. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited. Yep. Anyways, on to Florida. 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 So Florida. they played Georgia State this weekend, right? Yes. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So mm -hmm. Florida, I didn't really get to watch this game. Did you watch any of these? They played Liberty mm -hmm. last weekend. Yes. Um, and lost. And they Liberty. lost. Yes. Yeah. So they needed wins this weekend, which mm -hmm. they did. They're another, their offense was clearly clicking. They won Friday four to one, Saturday thirteen to four, and Sunday twelve to one. So they're getting there. Georgia State was a good little series for them to have to get those wins. Yeah, and yeah. we've talked about how I mean Florida. They have a ton of freshmen that you're just gonna have to watch. But one person who's really standing out for them is Colby Halter. He has three home runs, not the nine. I know. Now saying he has three home runs already, it sounds like nothing compared to I know. Tommy White's nine. But that's still like. I mean, at this rate, like, he's going to have how many by the yeah. end of the season? So, he already has three home runs and 15 hits on the season, and he's just looking good. Things are looking yeah, good. Yeah, we're two weeks in. That's what – it's like I got to put it all in perspective sometimes because it's like, yeah, Tommy White, Tommy White is just insane. Like, mm -hmm. three, to have three home runs right now, still freaking amazing. So Super good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. Oh, and then Florida plays North Florida on Tuesday and Florida A&M on Wednesday. So, a couple of midweek games for them. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then we have Georgia who played, oh my gosh, Akron? Yeah, Akron, Ohio. Akron, Ohio. LeBron James, that's how I have to remember that. They played Akron at home this weekend. Friday was close, but they won 1-0. to zero. Saturday, Georgia looked a little more comfortable for their doubleheader and started with a 10-0 to zero win. And then the second game of the doubleheader, they won 7-0. to zero. So, great just shutout games against mm -hmm. Akron, Ohio. So, uh, and their game was canceled on Sunday due to weather conditions. Shocker. Yes. And they play Woford on Tuesday this week. Woford on Tuesday. Woford on Tuesday. Wofford. I don't know what it is. Woford, Woford. <laughs> Something. <laughs> Something. Who knows? Um, all right, TCU. So they played Nebraska here in the shed. The shed is the Ranger Stadium. I'm going to call it the shed, and I'm going to make it a thing. It's going to be now called the shed. It is. Um, so they played Nebraska in the shed. They won Friday night 4-1, to one, and Tommy Sacco looked amazing at the plate. He counted for two of the four runs that they had. So good for nice. him. Yeah. Riley Cornelio got the start on Saturday for TCU and got the win in their 8-3 to three win. And Caleb Bolden had the save for TCU. And then Sunday, Brett Walker got his second start, or his second win, sorry, for TCU when they beat Nebraska in a 5-3 to three win. So, no go Big Red. <laughs> um, I don't know what TCU says. Something frogs? They're, they're the horned frogs. So, like, that's a So, what's question. their saying? I feel like I every school in Texas has a saying. Like yeah, they, I don't know their saying, but I know, like. Well, it's this, it's this. this. They did the, they did this, yeah. But every school in Texas has a saying. Like, hook them, horns, eat them up, yeah. cats, guns up. TCU. Sick them bears. Like, what is TCU saying? Why don't I know it? Let's see, Let's see if they'll give it to us. 
give them hell TCU. That's all I got when That's I see that. Is. Oh yeah, it is. <laughs> okay, I guess it works. I guess I don't know. Yeah, or if you want the actual one from the university, it is learning is power. <laughs> oh, but that's not the one I'm talking about. <laughs> um, so yeah, give them hell. TCU. Give them hell. Which they did. They did, and they shut they down did. the big red Nebraska guys and swept them. So this week end, they play UT Arlington on Tuesday. Love to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, next up we have Tennessee. They had three games against Iona at home. Um, they did fabulous. Um, Paige, do you want to talk about that top part? I know you had some players and things oh. you want to talk about. So, yes. Sorry. So, I know everyone's kind of going off about Ben Joyce right now because he was a pitcher for Tennessee who last week hit 104 miles per hour in their midweek games. Um, or, like, some people are saying 103.5. Same difference. Yeah. The radar said 104 that I saw. So, <laughs> I saw photo evidence of it. Um, but he did also pitch this weekend. He had an inning of work on Saturday also. So, it'll be really fun, I think, to watch him and see what he does. It's kind of crazy to see – I mean, pitchers throwing that hard, right, in college. I'm, I, I don't know. I remember when, uh, like, Dylan Davis at Oregon State threw 101, and everybody was freaking out. So 104, the game is just crazy, you know? Yeah. The game is crazy. Um, Seriously, though. So, yeah, they were looking really good. On Friday, they won 27 to 1. And on Saturday, they won 29 to 0. So definitely some just- disgusting that's just disgusting (laughs) i'm like what the hell that's so many damn runs in a game it's like oh so obviously on friday and saturday they didn't implement the 10 run rule um and that's something that like coaches have to agree on that before a game starts so you can't play a game and be like wow this sucks they're leading (laughs) us by 10 runs let's just do the 10 run rule you have to agree on that before a game they did yeah. not do that on Friday or Saturday. They did do it on Sunday, so the final score was 12-2. to two. But oh but going back to Friday and, and Saturday, you put some notes in about some players. Yes. So Friday night, um, super great offense, clearly, from Tennessee this weekend. Trey Lipscomb uh, hit for the cycle this weekend, which is super awesome, and that means all in one game you get a single, a double, a triple, and a home run. And he did it all in just five innings. So going five for five at the plate, um, Lipscomb, Lipscomb, sorry if I'm saying your name wrong, but he started with a three-run home run in the first inning, followed by an RBI double in the second, a single in the third, doubling again in the fourth, um, and then saved, like, literally the hardest hit for last, completing his cycle with a triple in the fifth inning. So just, like, crazy numbers. And clearly it was the game to do it. I mean... They won like I don't know if it was the twenty seven yeah, twenty seven to one. Just insane. So what I thought that was really cool. Super I think great. Hitting for the cycle is so cool. It's not like I, I don't too. think it takes like skill necessarily. I think it's more of a luck thing. I agree. But I think it's game. so cool, like when Me it too. happens. Me too. And especially it wasn't like he just got like a single, a double, like three run home runs. Like yeah. He kills it. I thought it yeah. was awesome. Yes, and it does have to do with was Iona that great of a team? No, not super. So, but so pretty awesome. Very true. And then they have a midweek game against I think Eastern Tennessee on Tuesday. Yes. Yay. Okay, another one of our tech schools, Georgia Tech. Oh yeah, and they played Gardner Webb, who Paige said last week. Don't know who Gardner is. Don't know who Webb is. But um, Paige did learn it's a small school in North Carolina. So they played Gardner-Webb. They won nicely on Friday, 14-0. to zero. They played a doubleheader on Saturday. Won the first game 14-5 to five, and the second game 7-3. to three. So pretty easy matchup for Georgia Tech. And they played Georgia State on Tuesday. Good for them. Yes. All right, Texas Tech, baby. Um, They played Kent State in Lubbock this week. Friday night's game was postponed to Sunday due to weather. I feel like we're going to like a broken record this episode. But there's so many schools in Texas and Oklahoma that are in the top 25. Exactly. 
And the weather is shit here right now. So actually it's beautiful now. It's It was 68 and sunny today. It's supposed to be oh, in the good. 70s this weekend. So it's getting good. much better. But um, on Saturday, Texas Tech won 10 to seven. In the first Sunday game, Texas Tech was dominant and had full control in an eight to one lead. It was the second Sunday game, which I feel like this happened with another team earlier. That was, I mean, it was really good. Um, they rallied after being down in the fourth to win the second game 75 on Sunday and get the sweep. Ty Coleman, I have to shout out Ty Coleman. He had two home runs to help get Texas Tech that comeback win in that 7-5 game. So, major shout out to Ty Coleman. He was looking great. He is a transfer from A&M to Tech. And he's looking good for Tech. So, good for Texas Tech. Good for Ty Coleman. And they will play DBU or Dallas Baptist tomorrow night. Love. Okay. Now on to one of our teams that Paige and I both get a little bit excited about is Liberty. They had a um, super easy weekend this weekend against with Winthrop in three games at home. Uh, won their first game 8-1 on Friday. Um, and they won on Saturday. And they won on Sunday. 13-2 on Sunday. So overall, just a great weekend for them. But Paige, do you want to talk about what came out this week and what we're loving about Liberty. Okay, so everyone saw, I think, uh, did we talk about it last weekend? I feel like everyone saw the TikTok, so. the video, uh, you know, like, well, I guess it wasn't even a TikTok. It was like a uniform unveiling for them, but it's yeah. a TikTok trend of trend. like the Celine, the Celine Dion, Dion song that just gets stuck in my head wind. every day now. Yes. So they did that. They did the TikTok trend. It, they blew up. They were on everything. They were on Absolutely John Boy. They were on Part of the Interruption. They were. Yeah. They they killed they it crushed for this. It, okay. Yeah. It, yeah. It was. I love a good really TikTok cool. trend. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I mean, I do it, it and do it well. Beautiful. I know. But their uniforms that they unveiled. Or like the baby, like the Rangers baby blue ones. They look like that, like baby yes. blue tops and bottoms, with the red and the white like fonts. They look so good. So, so good. Because this blew up, they made a thing like shirts for people. So you can get like jersey T-shirts like that you get from when you go to a professional game. Like I have a Cody Bellinger one or Mike Trout like T-shirts that look like jerseys. You know. So Liberty put some out for the pitcher who was in the video, number 21, I think. Maybe it was 15. I don't remember. But they put out some pretty cool shirts, and you can buy those online also. So those are pretty Get cool. yourself a shirt. Get fun. yourself a Liberty shirt. Dude, I just, like, I keep coming back to the trend, but, like, when you can do the trend well, I was like, go off. Like, that was – this has also been going on for, like, a month or two, this trend. And I was like, mm -hmm. I think this is the best one. I've seen and the jerseys I hate to use the word cute because I just overuse it too much but they were so cute they're so cute I loved the jerseys mm -hmm. they look good yeah yeah I'm they look really good big fan big fan okay do we want to move on to Maryland so this weekend they went to Campbell for three games they had swept Baylor at home last weekend and they did the exact same thing this weekend with Campbell so they beat Campbell 4-0, 3-1, and 9-2, and they played Delaware Tuesday night. Yeah, and like you said, uh, Maryland had swept Baylor last weekend. So then yeah. this weekend, Duke went to play Baylor, and they did not. Yeah. They did not no. sweep Baylor. So Duke actually lost 3-4 to four on Friday in a pretty close game. And then 3-12 to 12 in the first game of the doubleheader on Sunday – um, but they were able to avoid the sweep and they won the second game of the doubleheader four to two, but I'm thinking, well, we know this bumped Duke out of our top 25. So they will be someone we'll maybe a little bit watch, but they're not going to be one of our top 25 teams for right now that we'll be tracking no. for, um, for much forward or much longer. But Duke does play East Carolina, who also was a team that is in our top 25 this week. That we'll discuss, but yeah. also got bumped out. So two recently now non-ranked teams will be playing on Tuesday night, and we will provide updates about that. Yeah, that'll be an interesting game to see between mm -hmm. Duke and East Carolina. And, yeah, like you said, I'm excited to see where Baylor is headed, you know, to yeah. in the future. Because those, yeah. those were great wins over Duke. 
Well, and Baylor uh, has tough teams in their conference. They're going to have to play Texas and Texas Tech exactly. and a bunch of these hard teams. So it'll be very cool to see what Baylor does and what they exactly. do. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, then Miami, they were one of our teams who played an Ivy League team this weekend. They played Harvard and actually lost their first game. Decently bad, 11-6. to six. I'm not going to lie. I think these Ivy League teams, like, obviously they have decent baseball, like, baseball programs. Not terrible, but they're nothing like shining star baseball programs. But they, they like, put up a little bit of a fight this weekend. So Harvard won the first game, but the, hurric- the Hurricanes did come back to win Saturday and Sunday to secure the series. Um, it wasn't easy, though. Saturday was a close win, 2-1. to one. And uh, Sunday, though, they won 10-0, to it looks like. So, they came back. I think that was the same with, um, we'll mention down below, the Louisville and Dartmouth game. Yeah. 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 All right. And then East Carolina, who we said is no longer in our top 25 after they lost their series to North Carolina. So the first two games were at North Carolina and they lost those first two. So they were not great um, being away. They lost Friday night four to seven and Saturday two to zero. They're on Sunday. Their games were at home. So that was weird. They played Sunday at home, and they looked much more comfortable at home. They had a 5-0 to zero win. Actually, North Carolina was threatening a comeback in the ninth. They had the bases loaded, and I was like, maybe, but it didn't happen. <laughs> so I, I do think this is a pretty rough loss. It obviously bumped them out of the top 25, and now they'll be playing yeah. Duke this weekend, and we'll see. Maybe, maybe East Carolina or Duke will be back in somewhat soon, but it's not really looking yeah. like it right now. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so moving on to like some of the unranked teams that we have been following or like keeping up with. So Bryant was one of our teams. They lost three games to Davidson this weekend though, which just kind of sucks. They're the team that beat East Carolina the weekend before. So mm-hmm. kind of yeah, not a super. So maybe Bryant's Bryant. not good, maybe East Carolina's just bad. I know. I don't now I know. Now moving forward, I'm kinda like, yeah, East Carolina, what's going on, dudes? But exactly. Yes. Could very yeah, that could definitely be it. And like I was saying earlier, the Louisville game, they played Dartmouth. They won two out of the three games, but Dartmouth did have one win against them. And I thought it was interesting. Dartmouth also plays Gardner Webb this weekend, just another team that we've that's been in the mix. So fun yeah. stuff. All right, yeah. Texas A&M was a team I was excited about after they won their first five games, but they lost two of three at home to Penn this weekend. So, unfortunately, they were not looking good. However, I am excited. I'm going to be watching Texas A&M this weekend in my literal backyard. I live right across, like, I have a skybox in my apartment that looks right over the AA stadium for the Frisco Rough Riders. And A&M okay. is playing here in that tournament this weekend with Washington State, Wichita State, and Iowa. So I'm really excited to watch Texas A&M this weekend, and I will keep y'all posted to see if they look better because two of three, or losing two of three to Penn at home. Yikes. I think those were actually a couple of the games that I, like, briefly turned on this weekend and saw, and I was like, oh, what? To Penn? No, big sad. I know. Hopefully they can come back and redeem themselves this weekend. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yes, hopefully. And then we have Oregon Goducks. They won all their games with tons of runs this weekend against St. John's. So good wins for them under their belts. And then it is also good because they lost their first three games to San Diego, which Mm -hmm. was heartbreaking. But so good. They got some wins under their belts. We'll see where they go from here. Yeah. Do you want to tell us about the other Pac-12 school? I might as well. Then we have UCLA. They swept UC Riverside this weekend. Um, Those freshy babies, they're doing well, (laughs) UCLA. And it'll be exciting to see. Who do they play um, this week's page? They have a midweek game versus Long Beach State. Long Beach State, that's who they're going to play. They have a midweek game. Yes, will be very interesting. Yeah. I'm seeing who they play next weekend, though. I know we're kind of jumping ahead, but I'm curious. You can't help it. I'm curious. Oh, they're in the tournament with um, 
Texas. So they will be oh. playing one of the teams playing Texas and Baylor and Oklahoma. That's such a fun tournament. I went to that one the last two years. It's the Shriners Classic in Houston. And it is one it's the one that Oregon State was supposed to be in, actually, oh, but they backed yeah. out. But it's such a fun tournament. I strongly recommend going unless you're coming up to Frisco. Actually, this is a much better one. The one in Houston is much better teams. Much better teams. <laughs> but it's so fun and the vibes are so fun. I love Minute Maid Stadium. I just it's I know it's you and I are so you and I are so different in that way because I don't I don't know if you remember Paige when I first met you I told you that was like one of the worst stadiums to ever exist. I was like I love all of these and I really only have a few I don't like Minute Maid is one of them. <laughs> and that's how I feel. I mean, you've I haven't seen the new Ranger Stadium, but that's how I feel about the new yes. Ranger Stadium. I cannot stand it. I'm like yeah. it's depressing. I love having Texas Live <laughs> out by it, but going in, I'm like it's depressing and it's dark. Minute Maid, those yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I just I think oh, I just love Minute Maid. I love all the things there are to do around the stadium. I love games, yeah. even when it's closed. Like I've been to games that cl- close and open. Yeah, both are fun. I just I like it. It's definitely. I my think favorites. I think I need to give it a second chance though too. I feel like there's a few parks that like I initially was like I don't really like it that I need to go back to and like reevaluate reassess yeah definitely definitely but then it's like i don't know yeah yeah i agree go back reassess because i go back love it (laughs) i love it all right then we hadn't mentioned them last week but i noticed that texas state is now seven and one on the season so people are talking about them because last year they were supposed to be pretty good and they weren't um it was sad but this year they're looking very good. Seven and one on the season. So I'm excited to see where they go. Eat them up, cats. Yes. Definitely. Yay. Yes. And then Wichita State, who I will also be watching. Um, they had a little piece written about them in D1 Baseball. So they apparently entered the seasons with really high expectations, which I did not know that they were apparently supposed to be going doing pretty well this year. Yeah, I didn't know that either. But I guess they started the season a little rocky and are starting to finally get in the groove. So I'm excited to see what they do this weekend here in Frisco. Exciting stuff. Um, okay. Now to the fun part, I think, um, the Mm -hmm. new rankings, this week's new rankings. So obviously you guys can't see them, but we're not going to go through all the top 25 because if you look page, it looks like most people, most teams stayed pretty consistent in their rankings, really just like swapping with each other, some moving up a spot or two, some going down a few spots. But the interesting ones that I want to talk about are the new teams that are now in the rankings, which are both Sacramento State and North Carolina at the 23 and 24 spot. So that'll be fun to see if they stay in the mix or was it just because this weekend and the games that they won. We'll figure that out. And then Long Beach State, poor Long Beach State, they were in the 12 spot. They're now sitting at 25, and who knows after this weekend if they'll remain in the top 25 or if they just fall off. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that's rough. But, yeah, all the rest are pretty much the same. I mean, oh, I'm I'm happy to see Oklahoma State still at four because yes. of their midweek loss last week. That's exciting. Um, Oregon State even moved – up a spot to 13 from 14, so that's good. Yes. There's some good things. Texas and, Tech went to 19. Love that. Yeah, and I know we usually, we've been sticking with the D1 rankings for now, but I was looking, there is some quite the variation, though. I was looking at Baseball America, and Baseball America has Stanford in their two spot, which, I mean, they're in, like, the sixth spot here, so still up in the top, but there's a little bit of variation. I don't know. Did you see the Baseball America polls page yet? I haven't yet, no. But I'm just – I'm wondering, why did they flip Ole Miss and Arkansas? Those two did a little flipperoozy. Ole Miss oh, had a yeah. game series against VCU or two games. I think it's just because of Arkansas's loss to Stanford. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So they Duh. dropped them that Duh. one. Duh. 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 But, I mean, and that makes sense, too. I – it makes sense that they didn't, like, severely drop them. I think putting them down one spot, I think, is pretty fair because Stanford's a really good team, and they're sixth rank, so. And it was one game. Stanford's a good it team. Was one it was game. one game. Like, it was one really... game. Exactly. Well, that's awesome. Definitely. Wow. Yes. 
All right. Well, some of those new teams that you talked about that made it in Sacramento State and North Carolina, they have midweek games too. So North Carolina plays Longwood tomorrow and Winthrop on Wednesday. And then Sac State is actually at Cal tomorrow. So we'll pack that. That would be an interesting game. Exactly. And Cal, I think they did. I I don't know the record, but I think they did pretty decent in their first weekend of play. So that'll be an interesting game between Sac State and them. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, wow, I hope everyone is loving college baseball because it's real and Major League Baseball is not. Major League Baseball is dead. Joey Gallo made a LinkedIn today. No, he did not. Yes, he did. (laughs) Joey Gallo made a LinkedIn today. Rob Manfred said we will cancel the first month of games. Like, stop threatening. I'm done. It's just like, I can't. I'm so done. I'm so done. Oh, my gosh. The baseball. Uh, But college baseball is hot in the streets. and Yes, it is. It'll be. Yep. It'll be good. I'm excited to see. And let us know if there's any other teams y'all want us to talk about that we haven't been because we are starting to talk about some of those non-ranked teams we are watching. So if you have one and you want us to discuss, let us know, and we will put them in the mix. Exactly. Lots to keep track of. I mean, right now, like, we do the top 25 every week. But, like, yeah, we are interested in getting new teams in the mix and touching on that. So, yeah. All right. I think that's the show. I think that's the show, guys. Sorry, there was a lot of info, but just things are happening. Things are happening. Things are crazy. So, we will be back with you guys this week on Thursday to foreshadow what's to come this weekend what teams are playing who and yeah we'll just get into it then we'll see you guys back here on thursday as always five stars or subscribe peace peace